So I'm going to state a fact about one of these gals. Um, this is this is Brittany or Natalie, and okay. just say is that uh, the, which one. That's the best title you yeah, could come I up with. Yeah, I didn't know. Game. Like, what am I doing? Like, uh, it feels like there's a better title. Reader, there, listener. Yeah. If you have a better title for this game, that's do the work for us. Toxic, or that's then keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's the Music Video Podcast. Hi. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. And there is like excitement in the air tonight for two reasons. Um, Two conversations that we have had since we started this. Mm -hmm. Um, One is about our guest and one is about our topic. Yes. Um, One question that we've been asked since the beginning is, when are you going to talk about Britney Spears? Yes. And the question that we have asked between each other is, when are we having as our guest... This uh, legend of of comedy, absolutely, from stage, from screen, from writing, from improv, from singing. Speaking of, oh of, my god, this isn't a, a songs podcast, but if it no. were, but if it were, we would. I would have our guest this week is Jessica Joy. You guys, <laughs> thank you for saying that. When you said there was like something in the air, I thought you were going to say it's COVID. <laughs> Something yes. but, um, no, it's me and Brittany, my two favorite people. <laughs> it's Jessica, Brittany, and COVID are all in the air. <laughs> all in the air. <laughs> um, and they're all contagious. We yeah. just can't get enough of them. We are, because Brittany's career is so vast and comprehensive, the, right before we started, somebody mentioned 23 years, which hardly seems possible. Correct. 1997. 1998. 22 years. We Something, are, I don't know. This isn't a research-based podcast. <laughs> We're tackling the first, I'll say the first half, really the first quarter, ultimately, of Britney's mm-hmm. career. We're taking her up until pre-blackout. Yeah, so this is Britney before blackout. Britney before blackout. Jessica, if you could walk us through a little bit your your history with Britney, like your relationship to Britney Spears. Oh, gosh. I have to say, like, above any other pop star or music person in general like I have my favorites I used to love Jimmy Buffett in high school don't <laughs> ask me um, those classic <laughs> two Britney Spears I and love, Jimmy um, uh, they both love kicking <laughs> off a shoe <laughs> <laughs> one kind of bleeds into the other um the genre um no I love like Nine Inch Nails like I love a Fiona Apple and stuff but like Britney Spears is the first musician who I really like glommed onto as like a full stan as the kids say yeah. i remember where i was the first time i heard her single and i just from that moment onward i was obsessed with her mostly because i at the time i was working at a um summer theater called the barn theater and that's when her first single got really popular and I started doing impressions of her and everybody thought it was funny. So I was like, well, now I love Britney, <laughs> you know, cause she's like an impression I can do. Do you want to give us a taste? I mean, I kind of have to now that I said it, although I feel like everybody can do one now. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, oh, baby, baby. How was I supposed to know? Uh, something was right, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was, yeah, stunning. 
can you do at the beginning of Oops, I Did It Again? She does just a little like one quick uh, warm up. She does like a little, her little her her version of like Elvis is like drawl. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah that thing. <laughs> yes. yes, that would be it. That's, it's like almost like a clearing of the throat thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I I hope that she does that just before she speaks. Yeah, everywhere. Before, like, she can, like, open her, her <laughs> vocal cords. Yes, sir. I'm up into talking. Yeah, into just yeah, a, a drive-through really, like, speaker. Yeah. Yeah, gotta warm up. <laughs> so, watching the first half of the career of Britney Spears this week, is there anything we noticed? I noticed a lot, but is there anything that you noticed, like, piece by piece that well, seemed to be a theme? We We did kind of watch... We we're calling it the first act of Britney Spears. I would call it the first two acts of Britney Spears because I would argue that there's Britney before Britney, and then there's Britney to blackout. Okay. Like I think once we get into "I'm a Slave for You" territory, then we start to see like that's a, a real Britney. yeah. The setting is no longer a high school. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we are out of high school and we are into the jungle. We're into the, yeah, the future, the apocalypse. Once we start getting into, like, um, uh, sex cabins, <laughs> like, we enter one for uh, I'm a Slave for You, and we don't leave there until me against the music. No. Like, we're going to these, like, like, just, like, decrepit wood clubs where people yeah, are like sweating. Yeah, like, sex houses, yeah. Yeah. Sex haunted houses. Yeah, it's a very sexy haunted house. <laughs> yeah, sweat lodges. Yeah, it's 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 like um grottos. It's like a it's a fully clothed party in a sauna. Yeah, mm-hmm. is basically what she keeps going to. Early on, she's always. It's like she has the agency of an adult, but she's still she's in high school. She's at like high school parties, but mm-hmm. she's like. Like the sometimes video that we can get more into later. Sure. She's like on a vacation by herself with all of her friends, but she's also still 15. Would you say that she's not a girl, not yet a woman? In the sometimes video, she's very much neither of those things. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Aggressively neither. Uh, Yeah. we, We have talked about a few of these Britney moments in other episodes before but i'm thrilled to have the space to look at them in like as a trajectory because i feel like it's so uh, what i remember is that i was obviously familiar with all of these videos just like in real time yeah just like off of the name of it like if you told me any of these names i would be like yes born to make you happy the one where she has red hair i really didn't even have to look when you told me right i'm like yeah i know yeah got it (laughs) But I watch them all again in order, and it's crazy to, like, realize that, like, this is the first time we saw this thing happen. Like, yeah. before we saw this, it didn't exist. No one no one sang in that voice. No one was presenting that point of view at all. No. Pop stars used to pretend to be, like, 10 years older than they were. And, right. And she and, was like, no, no, this is the coolest person to be. Yeah. And... Uh, the other thing that stuck out to me, stuck out to, stuck out? What did I say? <laughs> I the other stuck. thing that I noticed in all of these is Britney Spears' choice of footwear over <laughs> the decades is confounding. These, <laughs> the chunky platform sketchers that yeah. we got underneath yeah, of that I, red catsuit. 
I had them because Brittany had them. I bought them. They... And I bought a knockoff pair just recently. Well, now they would be like vintage inspired. I bought those exact same shoes wishing that I had still kept the ones I had from the 90s because now they're back again. And, but it's it, like as someone who doesn't move too well, I have to applaud <laughs> her use of tennis shoes for intricate dance moves because why I, would you wear heels? Yeah, I yeah. love her for that. It's that thing of like wear the shoes in rehearsal that you're going to perform in. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to. <laughs> there, uh, I, I, yeah. there is a... I don't know how I know this. I didn't even watch this for this podcast. There is a video. Uh, there's a, a, it's an award show performance from the Europe music awards, the MTV Europe music awards mm-hmm. where she is. She does like a jazzy version of baby one more time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she removes like a, a long maxi skirt to expose that she's actually like in the future and has on boot cut vinyl pants with like, the chunkiest sneakers that you ever have seen. And then she pretends to do a tap number in them. It's just like <laughs> obviously dubbed, but because yeah. she has on these huge sneakers. They would just be like squeaking like on a gym floor. <laughs> they wouldn't be tapping. Yeah, we're getting no tap. Oh, please. Oh, I love those. These are the knockoffs. They even have like the little sketchers, like kind of had this weird thing on the heel. That's amazing. Those are beautiful. Yeah. A thing we noticed in, um, and we'll definitely talk more about this one, but Oops, I did it again. Brittany is sort of every Spice Girl layered atop each other. Yes. She's posh plus sporty plus baby plus ginger plus scary. In looks, personality, movement, voice, everything is... Yeah, that, that would be so brilliant if she had done that on purpose. <laughs> I that's to me, that's kind of the thesis of yeah all of this. Yeah. And she I, wants to wear cool clothes. She wants to to play music that is fun to dance to. I want to go on record right now. Yeah, I just want to go on record before we get into this that I am here for Britney Spears in every sense. I am a Britney Spears fan. I'm a Britney Spears apologist. I'm a Britney Spears supporter. I'm a Britney Spears truther. <laughs> I want only love and light for her. Yeah. But also, <laughs> <laughs> I think that her, the what I enjoy the most about her is like, she is what she is and not a lick more. Like, she's, yeah, she's not asking big questions and... Yeah good i'm tired that's that's kind of how i've tried to do my career which is why i'm probably not more successful but i just like to like give all i can give and just hope that that is what people like as Mm -hmm. opposed to like trying to do anything like smart brilliant i'll just it's, it's like a twitter basically you say something you're like i don't know if anybody's gonna like this but i don't want to work harder than this right I read a a quote from her that she, early in her career, um, wanted to be like Sheryl Crow, but you can't, but she was like, but then I couldn't dance to those songs, so I decided against it. I was like, yeah. (laughs) If Sheryl Crow wanted to dance, she wouldn't make that music either. (laughs) 
Can you imagine Britney Spears singing her songs like while sitting on a stool or something? <laughs> I <laughs> would love a, just like a version of soda pop that is somehow um, there's a like harmonica. A, yeah. That is like sung with a guitar <laughs> and is done uh, in the style of all I want to do with like a half spoken verse. Yeah. Like you have to like explain what the song is before you sing it. I wrote this because it's not mm-hmm. anything that because Britney Spears I, has because to say I, in an intro. I love drinking soda pop. Yeah. <laughs> People have been sending a lot of emails. People have been doing emails. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Email my heart is, uh, it's, I mean, there has never been a better song than Email My Heart. If there was if there was a video for Email My Heart, that would be my number one, two, three. <laughs> like forever. Like we would have we would I would have already talked about it, number one. And number two, uh, it would be all I would want to talk about on this episode. It's a flawless song. Well, I, the... I performed it once live on a, a show at UCB here in LA, and it was part of like my friend Glennis was doing a show where you could just perform anything you've ever wanted to so i performed email my heart but i printed out the lyrics and i passed them out to everyone oh. in the audience. <laughs> i'm like just forget me forget that i'm even here i just need you to read these lyrics you're a vessel you <laughs> like thank you for bringing that to the constituents of of la the new generation yeah i imagine the video for that would have been pretty literal yeah, she would have been like refreshing, like a, a AOL. Oh, actually, I can picture it. Um, if if you'll allow me, um, I'm yes, picturing. I would love your like, treatment for this. So actually, it would probably be close to the video that I did for Second City once called Literal Sex, where huge um, fan. Thank yeah, you. I'm going to stop there and plug Literal Sex because I was going to get to that later, but it's one of my favorite things that is on the internet. Once in a well, while, it just pops into our brains that we need to see it again, and we <laughs> dial it right up. I actually have stolen so many things from pop music videos for that music video, um, and we can get into that later, like the ring lights. I mean, it's a whole thing. But um, So in that video, I had like a guy looking at me on the internet and that's what it totally would be is Britney's boyfriend is like Googling her. If they had Google back then, I don't even remember. She was asking Jeeves. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then um, he was on Bing and he was, uh, <laughs> and then he sees like a little animated uh, thing. They didn't call them gifts back then. You know, those little like geo cities yeah. dancing or things. And then, and then she would be inside of the computer and he would just be longing for her on the outside of the computer. But how do they connect? <laughs> just email his heart. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it if the heart, the anatomical heart had an email connection. Yeah. <laughs> Not unlike Danity Kane's Damaged, where they're mm-hmm. all dancing and performing inside of the heart. And at yeah. the end of the video, we pan back out onto the operating room where we learned that this man has died and we were <laughs> inside of his heart. <laughs> I'm a big Danity Kane fan. Um, Danity Kane and then DK3 and then Dumblond oh and then Aubrey O'Day. I've oh, followed them all. Aubrey. So Jessica, you're our, our guest of honor. I would love to start with your number three. Okay. And just work our way up to your fave Britney videos. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if you guys run into this problem, but in picking my favorite 
videos, I was also kind of just picking my favorite songs. It was hard mm -hmm. for me to separate the two. Yes, Ryan, Ryan yells at me about this every week, that this yeah. is not a songs <laughs> podcast. And I maintain that it is a little bit. It has to, yeah, it has to. influencing, right? I mean, it does get in there somehow, you know? Um, so my number three is the boys video from 2002. <laughs> that's anybody else's. But this that's probably my favorite Britney Spears songs. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite songs for sure. But that also like that, all of these videos take me back exactly where I was at that time. I remember, um, where I was and uh, that that whole album, the Austin Powers gold member album was really fire, as the kids say. Um, so I kind of it, it bleeds into that for me as well. So this is one that's in a haunted house, basically, right? Yeah, another haunted house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so we, Ryan and I watched this last night and I cannot tell you who is real and who is green screened into this environment because Austin Powers is only in front of Pharrell, but is like interacting with Brittany in such a way that like they had to be at the same place. So was who was where I, I could not place it. But this there... is one of those videos where you're like, okay, there is a staggered call time here. Perhaps Pharrell oh, yeah. was yeah. not Pharrell was maybe not even there when Brittany was there. Cause there was there is like that the scene where Brittany and Pharrell are dancing at the bar. And I I mean I have to look again, but it almost looks like they don't even touch. So I mean, he could maybe have not been there. Yeah. He oh. yeah, he's mainly watching from yeah, I don't room. think he's there. I think that it's <laughs> Pharrell who wasn't there. Pharrell is the one that's not there. Okay. That's also, where the I landed. Mansion, the mansion reminded me of, but you, you know, Death Becomes Her, right? I We do. We <laughs> watched it like a week ago. Like, watched that last weekend. <laughs> it, it's one of the best movies of all time. That, um, that it, doesn't it look like the mansion where they have uh, all the parties? Very much. Yeah. It very much looks like that party. Like it looks like that party at the end where they have the really bad Marilyn Monroe impersonator. Where she showed up in a movie costume instead of yeah. <laughs> dress for the party. <laughs> Death Becomes Her also uses that house like for, for other every. Things they in clearly the movie. redressed the same house for five different houses because <laughs> they all have an ornate grand staircase, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. One of the houses should be a ranch. Right. Like one of them should <laughs> one of them should not live. In, a, in this enormous mansion. Uh, Boys was, uh, trivia, Boys was a song that was written for Janet Jackson for the All For You album. Oh. And she was like, no room. Interesting. That would I have been, yeah, that would have been a cool, did she have any Neptunes on that album? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Huh. Did you, in your Wikipedia research, did you find that whoever was writing um, these entries for all these Britney Spears videos and whatnot were just obsessed with her taking influence from Janet Jackson. It's yeah, like a lot. Every single video had some sort of tie to Janet Jackson. I'm like, okay, I, I mean, not maybe not everyone. In in stronger, they're like it's based on a Janet Jackson video, and I was like, okay, they're both allowed to own a chair. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, like other people have chairs. Also, Janet Jackson never did magic on her chair. <laughs> right. Janet Jackson was never a magician. Like, she never turned a chair into a cane or, like, floated through space and time on a chair. Right. Via spinning in a chair. 
the influence of Janet Jackson on her video and videos in general, though, is that like uh, team of dancers always facing the camera mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. very Janet Jackson. Yes. And that happens. Like, I, I mean, at that point, before Britney, there really only was like Janet Jackson doing this specific kind of pop that Britney would go on to do. Like Mariah Carey isn't no. popping mocking. <laughs> no. no, Mariah Carey is barely moving. Janet Jackson is wearing a sneaker and she's dancing with 10 people. Mm-hmm. Just like Britney Spears. Okay. Um, let's see. So, okay, for number two. Um, now, this is not one of my favorite songs, but I'll say arguably one of the best videos. It's it's Slave for You from 2001. This is one of mine, too. So let's yeah. like, lay it all out I mean, out how there. could we not talk about this? It's the and like you were saying, it 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 definitely was like the the start of a new Britney, like mm-hmm. a Britney who is not yet free from the record label telling her what to do, but she at least could like like the whole sound of the song was kind of wacky with that weird Neptune's sound, you know? Yeah, it was. I I mean, Boys is probably this too, but it was the first like that album was the first album that was music. Like that was music to be listened to and not (laughs) just like, you know what I mean? It's like the difference. It's the difference between like a happy meal that is like a product and an actual like thing that had like craft to it. I think I don't say that to diminish her earlier stuff because it's amazing. I think Slave for You, though, is a song that it could be your favorite song that summer if you thought you didn't like Britney Spears. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it gave people permission to transition into liking and respecting Britney Spears. And also, I mean, I know we're talking about music videos, but that song was the best VMA performance that Britney has ever done. I mean, I still think about it. And I watched that VHS tape that I taped off of the TV over and over again to learn that dance and performed it many times in many living rooms. Oh, yeah. A thing I looked up just before we started, uh, Banana, the snake from that performance, is still alive, and she now weighs 100 pounds and is 14 feet long. Wow. How long How long was she at the time? At the time, she weighed 20 pounds, and so she was probably oh. like seven, six or seven feet long. So Banana is thriving. Okay, well, good for Banana. <laughs> um, Jessica, in the video for Slave for You... Mm-hmm. If you could just uh, describe for us in words what Brittany is wearing. Um, because... She's wearing a, a lot of sweat. That's her main article of clothing. She's Everyone wearing a torso. Really wet. Uh, it's wetter than I like. I like... <laughs> wet. I like things to be like more dry, but like I get it. <laughs> Um, she's also wearing her underwear on the outside of her pants, which, I mean, I did not question that for a second when the nope, video not, came out. Not even a little bit. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I was like, oh, I've never I've never seen that before. Why not? I do Why there aren't is... more people wearing a pink thong on the outside of their pants? I, well, that's what I was getting. That's what I was wanting you to say. I hope there's a pair under them as well. Doubtful. I mean. I I don't. I I can't speak. I feel like one thing that we know about Britney Spears circa like 2003 Mm -hmm. is not a lot of underwear is being worn. No. no. She's wearing a pair of jeans that are, 
They're not leather, I don't think. No, I think they're like, like a, waxed. It's like a wax. She just went to her local, uh, like, junior section of Bloomingdale's and got, like, a really, the most expensive pair of chip and pepper jeans and just, like, just threw a thong on over the top of them. She was just, like, getting, like, a wax-coated uh, Rock and Republic kind of night out, like, ready to ready to go. Do you think that those pants were initially dry and matte? And Ooh, then interesting. it started, it just like everything else just became very wet. Yeah, they maybe they maybe were authentically worn in this environment and picking up just a lot of the humidity that's in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not, it's a very arid climate in this video. <laughs> it's in the, uh, in the dystopia of um, Egypt, I think. It looks like, I don't know. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's. In like a, a post-apocalyptic sweat lodge. She's in, yeah. Francis off. Lawrence directed this, right? Yeah. Because this is full Francis Lawrence Hunger Games uh, mm-hmm. end of days sex party. Everybody is 22 and exhausted. Everybody is 22 and loves being hot. Is <laughs> This is maybe my favorite choreography of hers. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has real long takes where you see that it's, a real sequence of like dancing to this song. A lot of her videos are edited in a way that's too many cuts. And a real long torso. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Brittany, the this longest. is, uh, this, it, I know that her pants go lower later, but at the time I was like, pants can't get lower than this. There's <laughs> simply no lower rise. No, the zip is like two inches. <laughs> This is yeah. This is the time when we were all trying to wear those. Uh, well, the ladies anyway were trying to wear those low-rise jeans. And when you have a, a sort of short torso like I do, it's very good because it does make it look like you have a longer torso. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a solid stomach, if you're not working with a, a solid six-pack, then it, it just it undoes it undoes everything <laughs> that you're trying to go for. And let me let me just say this: I feel like Britney Spears settled on this low-rise aesthetic and will never leave. She, <laughs> on, on Instagram to this today, day, yeah. she is, if that zip is longer than an inch and a half, she's not putting it on. <laughs> she will, she's Where always doing like a handstand in the tiniest pair of shorts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Um, yeah, why not? Do, do I assume, do you, uh, do you follow like all of the Britney fan Instagram pages like I do where they it's just constant like, clips and yeah like breathe heavy and in oh, that type of a world yeah um the original doll I follow that one and the Britney Spears chron- chronology one is good where they just post oh, I don't know that pictures from this day whatever years ago this but day there was history one, yeah there was one of those sites that posted a clip of Slave for You and showed how long that dance take was with no cuts, like you were saying. And yeah, it's like, it just keeps, I mean, she's a real performer. It's so cool. Oh my God. Uh, This is, I would say this is the episode that we've had the most making the videos for. I mean, there's like like five five years. Yeah. (laughs) And it shows her a, the amount of Full just season. like dance rehearsals that end up getting cut into like a f- maybe five to 10 second like interlude in this video is astounding. I know that she's continued to perform that choreography like on tour forever. So it's not, you know, like in vain, but it's th- so much dancing. 
Yeah. I have you talked at length about making the video because it's so important to my life. I thought you were going to ask if I've talked to Brittany about any of this, <laughs> and I was like, I have not. Do you? Is she there? <laughs> Can we bring her on? With her? Um, uh, yeah, we haven't talked. We about have it not, much, but we watched a lot. This we watched week. a lot. Yeah. Well, the um, like I was talking about my my video that I did at Second City. I stole so much stuff from making the video, uh, including the famous ring lights, which now we all have, you know, you can buy on Amazon and everyone's buying it for their influencer videos. But back in the day, I remember seeing on uh, an Aaliyah behind the, or behind the music, uh, making the video, they, they switched around so you could see, I know I, um, she is one of my favorites. they, they switched the camera around so you could see that around the camera, they had a ring of just fluorescent tube lights. And then the camera was in the middle of the circle. And that's how you got that washed out, like bright cartoony look. And so when I did that video at Second City, my friend Derek Shipman is like very handy. And I showed him the making the video. I'm like, <laughs> can you make something like this? So he made me a ring light. Um, to go around the camera. And this was before you could get them on Amazon when we were just kids. And so that's how I got that like washed out look for that video. Yeah. It influencing pioneer, both of you really like teaching everyone how to, how to present our best selves. I mean, has anybody been lit better than Britney Spears in Slate for You? Never, never, no. ever, never, she is ever. I mean, maybe Britney Spears honey? in every other video that we've seen her in, because I'll get into that more when we talk about mine, but like Britney Spears, like there are no some... one's ever looked better on fo- in, in, a, in film than she has. I have one coming up where I was astonished. In my mind, I'm like, oh, this one's really beautiful. I'm going to watch it again. And then when I did, I was just shocked that a person could look like that yeah um (laughs) what i was taken by when we watched making the video is they don't play the video until the end of the episode which means that like our first glimpse as if you're watching making the video our first glimpse of britney spears in that like red leather cat suit for oops i did it again is at like minute four and a half of this making the video like it's so like it's just so strange to me that we don't see it until the end and they just like throw away that like just on us as a stupid audience on that making the video there she's like i want a red cat suit like okay what time are you filming tomorrow i was like guys (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's not how it happens it feels like that's not really how that went down there were meetings for three months we'll talk more about we said it again because it's spoiler it's my number one i want to we'll talk about it more then but like uh well one of the other things that i learned from making the video um was uh the i always wondered how you know how when the um so let's take uh don't let me be the last to know is a good example so that's a slow song but she's also singing it in slow motion and so i learned from these making the videos and and tried to do it myself a couple times on like garage band but couldn't um The trick to doing that is they play the track at double the speed. She lip syncs double the speed and then they slow it down, which I was like, whoa, whoa, I know all the secrets now. Yeah. Can we talk for just a second about Britney Spears lip syncing technique? One of the best, first of all, but I know this isn't a visual medium. Forever. Britney Spears singing an L word. 
with uh, she. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can demonstrate this well, but she'll her say like tongue love extends to like her nostril, like she like brings it all the way out, like fully yeah. flares it out and like really exaggerates that. And that I'm guarantee you, it's that's from like a Mickey Mouse Club days. Like somebody was Maybe like, so. Brittany, we can't tell. You have to if you're gonna lip sync, you have to do it bigger. Yeah. That's and just like that's so just she like just like got it. Yeah. Also, another thing that I don't know if I learned this from making the video or just from life, but when you are lip syncing something, it's better. You you have to also be singing and they just turn off the microphone because it doesn't if you lip sync and you actually just mouth the words, it does not look real. So I feel like that is she was actually probably just mouthing the word (laughs) and and really like giving it. It's it's beautiful to see, but it is impractical. (laughs) <laughs> in practice. <laughs> I said, Jessica, what is your, your top? Okay. Well, again, I, I, I guess I cannot claim that this is the best video, but it's my favorite Britney Spears song. The video is nice and simple and I love everything about every look in it. Um, and it's stronger from 2000 as oh, you were just man. talking about. Um, it's always been my favorite Britney song. Um, but like talk about lighting perfectly. Oh my God. Um, the, the whole <laughs> yeah. thing was probably filmed in like 15 minutes. Like the, she just, she just stood in one place and they CGI'd everything around. <laughs> her. I, I, it is. So the CGI that we insisted our pop stars have in 2001 where we're just like zipping across the planet insane. It's in this, like they're in the party at the beginning of this takes place in like a spinning penthouse takes place Uh at the top of the top of the space needle. Some kind like, where would you describe the environment of stronger as being like, what city are we in? Uh, what time of year is it? Like, well, it's, it's, clearly seattle because it's raining and she's in the space needle or whatever either that or she's in one of those what do they call it a gyroscope or what are the the um zoetrope things she's in okay yeah um but um in reality she's probably just standing in a giant green space alone and none of those people are even there a thing that we noticed uh, watching her earliest videos is Britney seemed to have her real hair in the Baby One More Time videos. And I'm like, yes. I don't remember the last time I saw a pop star's real hair. No. In Stronger, it is, it's over. It's done. <laughs> that is lots of other stronger, people's hair. Stronger is, I think, uh, she's doing this in every video since, but definitely in uh, the videos for Britney and in the zone too. But in Stronger, her hair, she's going for what I believe we referred to at the time as like a PC aesthetic, mm-hmm. where there's like lots of like texture, texture dimension. and dimension and like not the appearance of like freshly washed hair, <laughs> like not like a, yeah. And she's just landed on that and just settled with that as her look is like. Is, is Stronger the first time that we're seeing her? as full blonde because or no because um yeah because her first album remember everything was like you were saying it's yes. her real also She's, her like real brown like brownish hair i think we see her as 
she's pretty blonde and oops, I did it again when she has like that Brigitte oh, Bardot yeah, yeah. sort yeah. of moment. But I, it, this is, I think the blondest it appeared on camera to me at least. The closest to like current Brittany. Yeah. And you're right yeah. with that. She found her thing. And she stayed she found with her it. thing. And she was like, this is going to work for me for a long time. So in stronger, this is the one where she has the magic chair. She also mm-hmm. has like, uh, she's speeding away in a car. Sure. She's driving. Of- she breaks up with her boyfriend and then drives away. Okay. Uh-huh. Video, end of video. <laughs> Roll credits. What is it? Wait, so according to the Wikipedia page, they, they said that Brittany's idea was, and I quote, I would like to dance in a chair and drive in a car and break up with my boyfriend. Check, and check, then- and check. Got it. Do you need a water or where can we, you know? God, who said women can't have it all? <laughs> this one is sort of like everything is like uh, midnight toned. It's all like silver and it's blue. All in the middle of the night. Her skin is sort of silver in it. Mm-hmm. It's very like hypersaturated, glow in the dark. Ethereal, fairy, dark fairy. Uh, yeah, I I want to know <laughs> what are we as a as an audience supposed as a- supposed to believe about how that chair is moving because <laughs> it flies through space, and I it, a, a cynical assumption would be we just thought it looks cool, but right. is there a narrative behind like is Brittany controlling the chair? Is the chair? symbolic of something when the chair turns into a cane what does it mean like why are all these choices being made does anybody have any guesses i think that's where she's becoming stronger is she's alone and dancing okay and generating the courage generating to drive away okay i think that like what she was going for and what she probably said in the meetings if she even attended them was um just make it look cool, y'all. And that's, I mean, I think that's what the deep meaning is. Um, she likes clothes yeah. that are trendy and cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, a direct quote from her about her wardrobe choices. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard her also describe the um, the theme for the video for Circus? I have she not. Says, uh, she says, um, the theme for a circus is it's kind of like a circus. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. So my number three, uh, speaking of simple premises, is sometimes, Ugh, which is just uh, virgins on a pier. God. <laughs> it's just like uh, Dawson's Creek, the video. It's a real like... It's a, it's a little Midsommar, right? Like, oh, uh, yeah. Everybody's in white. Uh-huh. They're at the place they're at is called Kenny's Cove. So it's very. Is that real? That's what I don't think it's real, but that's where they go. It's a boardwalk and it says Kenny's Cove. Uh huh. The reason that I like this one is the choreography. The dancers creating a heart around Brittany. God. There's this. this TJ Espinosa. TJ Espinosa is Brittany's star dancer. He's the guy who really sells it in all her videos. We He's, asked about him when Casey Johansson joined us on an earlier episode of this podcast, who is a professional dancer. And I bombarded him with questions about this dancer in particular, because he is, he's always right behind the most iconic background dancer in the history of time. Like this man in his chunky highlights, just showing up 
just like just out of frame in all of these. He's like five three. He's always got a smile on his face. He's smile that can light up the room. Are you <laughs> sharing the screen with? I am Jessica? not, but I will. I hold on one moment while so I. So you'll recognize this guy right away. <clears throat> and this particular move, he does sort of like it's halfway between square dancing and like tango where they sort of make a pretzel in their arms and uh, undo. I have a question about this choreography in general. Is, yeah. Would you describe this? How, what the, what's the tempo of the song sometimes to you? How would you describe the tempo of the song sometimes? In my head, it was a ballad. Mm-hmm. And then when I watched it, it has a constant drum machine sure. <laughs> from the 90s. So it's kind of what we call this mid-tempo. I would say the choreography on it is... Very like up tempo. It's they a dance are doing. Video. They are on the ands and on the e's and on the a's, and they are like really like stepping it up on this for seemingly no reason. Just because it's she likes to sing songs you can dance to. She likes to dance. It's her second single. She's gonna dance. Is this her second single? Mm-hmm. This is the song that I, I just. Um, my niece is four and so I've been like I've indoctrinated her fully into Ariana Grande um, and then Mariah Carey but now I, I I've played her some Britney songs but I played the videos because I'm like Britney is a, a visual yes media. yes here and I forgot that a trope of Britney videos for a while was um, central casting hot extra <laughs> yeah so we have well, it's one of- also his cousin her cousin is this her cousin i don't know her cousin was her love interest in the first in um hit me baby one more time yeah he's in the gym oh he was also the same guy was in the born to make you happy video i think that was the stuff that's ahead i'm not sure this moment of everybody so here we have them on the pier here she is. Is this the same place as they did the credits for Dawson's Creek? It looks identical. <laughs> I had that outfit too. I had the outfit. I had the shoes. I still have those Skechers. I, all right. I mean, well, now I got to show you those shoes. I have those shoes. Please. Too. Her Skechers aren't white, which is nuts. She's. <laughs> well, these are the. Um... Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, do, okay. Do you want to really see what I really have? Hang on a second. Please. I, I'm I'm glad that she's a good dancer because in this video, several times they literally dance circles around her. And if she was a bad sure. dancer, we would use that as a joke. Yeah. If that was in Genie in a Bottle, we would never hear the end of it. Right. Okay. Are you ready for these? Yes. Okay. I, these yeah. Are, these, <laughs> these shoes are actually like literally rotting because I bought them in 2003, I think. They are the limited edition Britney Spears Skechers four-wheelers roller skate. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. How do They're I make this bigger? Paying. I need this to be 100% larger than this. Why? Britney signature on the back. I'm going to stop sharing. And I was these like, oh, my God. I was roller skating with these like two years ago, but they're they're pretty. They're like rotting. Oh, they're so my they're they're God. seasoned. They're like an iron skillet. Yeah. Did they're... you buy these new? Yes, in two thousand, maybe three or four. Britney Spears four wheelers. Oh my God! You've How always been on these... the the right side of history. 
They're base. They're literally just Skechers shoes with wheels. <laughs> <on them. laughs> but not like Heelys, not wheels that no, pop no, out. It is a full roller skate. A four wheel roller skate. Uh, Ryan, what's your number two? I cannot offer anything better than that, other than to say uh, my number two was "I'm a Slave for You." Yep. Um, I know it's not a song's podcast. The only thing I want to add is that the video is this post-apocalyptic sexy future uh-huh. but the song is about everybody thinks i'm too shy to go to the club and it's like, <laughs> yeah the song no, Brittany, <laughs> we believe in you on this front i mean for sure so okay first of all we would never ever never allow a pop artist to release a song called i'm a slave for you in the in modern times even like six months later <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we what that- is the song what is the song about? When she gets I've, the curve. I've never asked that about any Britney Spears song. Yeah. <laughs> like, it. I know that it doesn't. I think it's like when she is at the club and in the zone, quote unquote. Okay. She is this is pa- before in the zone, but sure. She's like powerless. Out. Like once the music starts, she gives in. And she's oh. on the dance floor. So and the music helpless. is what's compelled. So she's she comes off quiet. She comes off shy. Yes. And she and people think that in her normal life she is just like a me just like yeah just a real like the the red-haired nun in sister act at the beginning of the movie right but then when she hears a song uh, any song (laughs) the lure of the music in the club draw is so compelling that she has no choice but to take herself there and dance not unlike the red-haired nun and sister act in the second half of the movie yeah and britney is gonna put on she's wearing like uh, a bikini top but then also some kind of a cape on one arm it's just loose (laughs) fabric i think it's like they had a top and then the director was like it needs to move more and so they just got some fabric and kind of just tied it around her arm like Rambo. And then I yeah. think they added like a little cape in the back or something. Something's in the back. There's like it's a train moving, or something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Did you see on Wikipedia that um, this is a, a Wade Robson joint, right? But they also brought in Maite, who is oh. Prince's Maite Garcia? Yes, I did know that she was involved in this. I didn't know that Wade Robson... So that kind of works with the um, because like, she choreographed like the belly dancing of it sure. all. So I wonder if her costume was kind of reminiscent of something. Yeah, terrific. it's very much sure. in the video for Seven. Maite dances with a sword balanced on her head. Yes, and she does a lot of those. I can't do them, but the Britney slave for your yeah. arm movements are for sure from that. Huh. Yeah, so that's my oh. number two. I just wanted to touch it since we've already gotten into it. My number one is. All about uh, Britney Spears as mm-hmm. a uh, a sensual being. Okay. Uh, it's Don't Let Me Be the Last to Know. Ugh. This was the one where uh, it's directed by Herb Ritz. Obviously. Who loves a pop star loves at the beach. A, loves a beach time moment. It's also brought to loves you by, a gal on a beach. by Shania Twain. Yeah, it's a Mutt Lang Shania <laughs> Twain joint. It's brought to you by uh, Butts. Lots of butt crack. Torsos. So much butt crack. It's brought to you by the uh, cologne they spray mannequins with at Hollister. It smells. You can smell it down the hall. It's literally Brittany with a a model. This one is not a cousin because there is contact. If if this is a cousin, that's a problem. (laughs) Because they are 
making out. Well, what's interesting is they're not. They don't kiss until the end of it. And actually, I thought that they never kissed. They do that thing they're from just Twilight like, where their faces hover yeah, in front of each other. But also, as I pointed out to you, you know who else keeps their faces close together at all times? The Olsen twins. So, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it's not, so it could be very chaste. Yeah, it, but it is not shot that way. No. They're, well, this was at a time when Britney Spears was not a, maybe allowed to let go. Yeah. And it's still to be all... This is like going back to what you were talking about, like the meaning of the lyrics and stuff. This was back in that time that I, I hated in pop music where like pop stars who, if they even wrote their own songs, their their songs would clearly be about sex. All songs are about sex. That That's just the end of the story, end of the podcast. Um, but they they were still during this time where they had to just pretend that it wasn't. Right. And I, I remember some, a very distinct moment when Ashley Simpson was promoting her song. Um, it makes me wanna la 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 in the kitchen <laughs> on the floor. I'd be a French maid when I meet you at the door. And they That's asked her, fun. what is that song about? And she said, oh, you know, la la just means like, hanging out with your friends, going to the club, listening to music. They're like, no, it does not. Who's You're drinking milk up off the floor. What are you talking about with your this friends? Is... <laughs> I don't do that. I mean, uh, this is also, we haven't talked about this in this episode yet, but like this era in general, but also like uh, the culture at large, but like the obsession that we had about asking teen pop stars. Britney Spears was 19 this at this time. Uh, to their face if they were a virgin or not. In like a press conference. Which is like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Like, who, I, if I... Like, I, first if of I all, was like a no. Handler, if, Second of all, who gives a shit? Yeah, if I was a publicist, a manager, I would be like, listen, on the record, you have my permission. I'll get in front of it later. You can tell them to mind their own fucking business. Yeah, tell them to <laughs> fuck off. Can you imagine anyone asking... If they ask any pop star that today, yeah. like if they asked, well, they also don't have to because now women have come more into their own where they can, you know, we kind of already know because they've already written songs about it where they are saying, "No, this is a song about the time I fucked someone," you know, like <laughs> yeah. That's why I've been pushing Ariana Grande on my niece because, like, I think she she is kind of the the culmination of yeah. everything that everybody's had to go through to get where we are today. And now she's finally can be free in her lyrics and write songs about true emotions and just being honest about stuff. It's, and yeah. And it was, it's, that's just so nuts. But this video, we talked about Janet Jackson a lot, but what this reminds me, I, you're going to say that this reminds you of love will never do without you. Mm-hmm. What this reminds me of more specifically is that love will never do without you is off the rhythm nation album. And all of the visuals from rhythm nation were like Janet Jackson in a enormous black coat and gloves and a turtleneck and a hat. And <laughs> uh, she's in the twenties and there's Cab Calloway there, yeah. or she's in a cap and they're in, in a, a factory. Yeah. Yeah. And then this one, that one, for Love Will Never Do Without You, she's on the beach with a model. And then that's how all of her videos looked for the next album. So it was like the last single being kind of a little bit of like a preview of where we're going next. And this, for Britney, her next was I'm a Slave for You. So this kind of works in the same way. That's smart. Um, Sidebar, Love Will Never Do is my favorite song off that album and also my favorite video from that 
Janet era, uh, I'd have to say. Truly so good. Um, a thing that this has in common with Fat, and this may be the only Britney video that's like this. Maybe you guys can answer this. It's the only one with one costume. She doesn't change clothes. Wow. Is that true in uh, forever? I feel like she changes costumes in every other video. This one has one look, and that's it. It has lots of setups. She's at a bonfire. She's in the surf. My favorite is <laughs> she is uh, up a tree for some reason. Brittany has climbed a peach tree. Yeah. And it's like Brittany Spears in cutoffs in like 2001, sitting in a peach climbing tree. Climbing a peach tree. Is, it's a lot. Is that a metaphor even at all? That's just. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's barely some Literal sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it, yeah, it's just so it's so dumb and sexy, and it's just exactly what it says on the can, and it's the most <laughs> Britney lip synced L's. Oh, don't let, let me, me be the, the last. last. Yeah, yeah. This video could just be called the L word. That, she's using the um the trick of the speeded up audio slowed down video. Yeah, sure. So it's like lots of that. You know, she's got plenty of yeah. Lots of opportunity that. to work the tongue. Yeah, that's my number one, and wow. it's for the shallowest of reasons. It's just because it's, yeah, it's beautiful, it's beautiful pop stars. Like this is who wouldn't not. Why don't last. we want our pop stars just presented at their best? <laughs> this is not the last Herbert's video, right? Gone it's, is the last. It's close. Herbert's video. It's one of the last. Yeah, and yeah. the last. Yeah. Um. Well, well, R.I.P. But he loved a beach. He loved the beach. Yeah. If you, when did he die? He did, but like 2001-ish? Yeah, something like something that. Something were in there? I just remember he uh, he was always um, he was always credited on like all my favorite pictures of her. Mm. I think he did. Did he do the cover of Rolling Stone with, with the Jackass? Remember when they did oh, Johnny Knox? Maybe. maybe. He did a lot of Rolling Old Stone track. covers and a lot of album covers. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, those are mine. I was, a, I, I was a big Johnny Knoxville fan, still am. I don't. I mean, it's all kind of the, the, like all of these songs take me back to the the early two thousands and back to everything. God, they really do. And what's so fascinating about this is that they've all aged pretty well until somebody uses any kind of technology. Yeah. So there was when, they, when she opens a phone. So that actually goes into my number three because my number three is me against the music. Okay. Um, okay. Which is, I think my favorite choreography in a Britney Spears video. It's, it's really, really good. And I was like, wow, this is all still so fresh. And then somebody just like flips open a phone <laughs> and then the TV that Madonna is watching all of them on is like the most largest, like it's like a tube, tube TV. Yeah. And I was like, what sort of club would have that big of a TV in 2004? Apparently this one. The plot of Me Against the Music, from what I can gather, is that Britney Spears drives her Mazda to a club that is that is that has like a secret alley entrance. It's a secret alley entrance into a warehouse that the interior of is all... It's just like a fire trap. It's yes. all just like... It's <laughs> all very dangerous. It is not up to code. And it's a it's not a haunted house. It's one of those houses that um, religious people set up where like every room is like there's an abortion doctor. Yes. You know what I mean? A hell, yeah. A hell house. Yeah. Yes. It's one of those like religious haunted houses. Uh, yeah. Because one of the rooms is just Madonna smoking a cigar, yeah. which is exactly <laughs> what would be in one of those. Yes. Um, yeah. And Britney Spears enters this club and she like kind of choreographs her way through the room and Madonna sees her 
And Madonna, I believe, is either like the club owner or is there to be like some kind of like a, an angel investor. She's some sort of venture capitalist. <laughs> she's a theater patron. She donated $1,000 to She's this there club. to... Um, she's got VIP status of some kind. Yeah. Well, sh- you can tell because she's in all white and she has a cane. And then the idea is that you come find me. Like, yep. it's like- <laughs> and then for some reason, Brittany, she knows that each of them know that each other is there and that they don't want to be together. And they're chasing each other through this club. And then they're dancing against walls. And then they finally run into each other. But it's not real. Right. Did you, did you guys see um, It Chapter 2? Never. It's never will. Kind of, it's kind of like that. It's like it's like all these kids are running around a house a, a, away from a, a clown. It's kind of <laughs> like that. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Can I read to you? I'm going to read to you in its entirety. We might cut this out of the episode, but I'm going to read the entirety of the synopsis description, the synopsis (laughs) listed on Wikipedia for this video, because whoever wrote this, like, is obviously someone with, like, a lot of writing experience and not a lot of opportunities, because they put it all (laughs) into this, and I just want to, if that person somehow is listening to this, like, I, I want you to get what you were looking for. They submitted it first as a piece to Vulture. Yes. And not rejected Truly. So they took it. Yeah. They submitted this. They started at like, yeah, they started at like the New Yorker and then they went down to Vulture uh-huh. and then like they submitted it to like a radar online yeah. and like people just aren't buying it. Uh, the video starts with Brittany parking her Mazda vehicle and going into a New York nightclub. She enters a wooden room populated with, quote, cool kids flaunting pink and purple hair while taking whiffs from an oxygen tank. Madonna, who is in a room filled with men smoking cigars, observes her from television monitors throughout the club. She wears a white trouser suit and carries a cane, signifying a position of moneyed power. Her suit is also notably fitted, especially in the waistcoat, revealing Madonna's body to be female and not masculine. Finally, someone cleared that up. I can, I can guarantee you that nobody on that production team had any none of those of, thoughts. Literally none of that is real. I mean, it's all real, but it, none of that is intentional. Dolce and Gabbana gave us the suit for free, yeah. Madonna. This. Yeah. Well, it's also Jessica's thing from, it's just how many hours do we have her? That's why she's they're dancing apart. Yeah. So and, they could split up production. They could have two things happening. Yeah. Brittany's there for three days. Madonna's there for three hours. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And her phallic power. What I will yeah. say is that Madonna <laughs> does a move in this that is her doing like a hip bridge and to then rolling right. on, like rolling from just around her side, doing like just like a side roll. It's presented as if this is either an impressive uh, like feat of, flexibility like it is like the uh she's really like strong and yoga ish for being able to do that or that it is cool to look at and i would say it is neither it (laughs) is shot from above in a weird way it's just someone rolling around on the floor in p90x that's called superman banana um again i remember exactly where i was when this video came out and it was around the time when Madonna was getting super ripped and she was, she was really very like yoga. Yeah. Yes. 
it was all yoga. So she, it probably just was top of mind. She's like, Hey, I could do some like cool, I can do these crazy things. And everyone on the set was like, wow, that's amazing. And she's like, yeah. Oh, stop. It seems like a thing where like we had Madonna for like, we had her for another 45 minutes and we're like, Hey, if you want to, we have some more tape. If you just want to like do some like freestyle things, just like moves, <laughs> we don't have any choreography for you. So just like do what feels right. And she was like, got it. I got a down dog. Got it. I got a tree. Yeah. And I'm going to just roll She's around. like, I'm, because I'm Madonna 20 years from now, someone on Wikipedia will like, <laughs> yeah, I, I've changed the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's my number three. My number two is uh, a video that was not released in the United States. It was released yeah. only in Europe, uh, which I actually didn't know. I thought it was released in the United States uh, for born to make you happy. Okay. In this video, Britney Spears is asleep in a bed that has a, a five foot long, like frame around it. Like you can like, it's like floating in the middle of the room and she is asleep in the middle of the day on a bed that is like made of rose petals or something. And in her dreams, she is dancing in a skirt on the top of a CGI hotel. Uh, it's got a little uh, Janet Jackson doesn't really matter. Very much. Exactly the same thing. We're, I, we're really just going to like compare Britney Spears to Janet Jackson this whole episode, I guess. I, mean, I didn't realize it was... Wikipedia, that's what, Jan, that's what Britney wants. And Britney Spears in this video has a haircut I've never seen her have before, during, or since. She has like red Kelly Clarkson adjacent hair, yeah. I would say. Although this was years before we knew about Kelly Clarkson, but she is, her hair is, it's kind of, it's like a shorter version of the Rachel. Right. It's like very close to like, um, God, it's probably a who little else had this haircut at the time. It was not it was not a unique haircut to Britney Spears, but it was it had a real like razory flip to it where we were just like it's a, it looking back it's a little mature. Yes, because you said while we were watching it <laughs> that this is the one that yeah. Yes. Will you will you share with our listeners? I said Britney looks like Ellen Barkin in this one. And <laughs> reader, she does. <laughs> Yeah. And this is that is only a compliment to both Ellen Barkin and Britney Spears. She had this similar Here haircut when uh, she was on the cover of Rolling Stone oh, when she yeah. was wearing a red, white, and yeah. blue outfit. Don't worry, I took that straight to the salon and said, <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. This, I think this look, this Diane Keaton look, is where you said she looks like Ellen Barkin. This all white one, yeah. Yeah, where she's in all white. Um, is is this the cousin? No, actually, that's Marcus Schenkenberg. He oh was my a God, famous Schenkenberg. 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the surreal. I, another, yes, I I think her cousin was in, um, from the bottom of my broken heart, maybe. Oh, I feel like they always just start with the outfits and work backwards. Absolutely. Also, I'm Googling um, Chad Spears. is her cousin. He was in Baby One More Time. Can you imagine being um, named Chad Spears? <laughs> That's, <laughs> that seems so hard. But I guess he was only in that one. My number one is Oops, I Did It Again. I already said that on this episode, yeah. so why draw it out? The reason that Oops, I Did It Again is my number one 
Like I said, I think that there are two acts right. of this era of Britney Spears. Era is an overused word, but it, this is sort of an era. The first act is her as like a teen pop star. Yeah. The second act is her as like a pop, uh, like mega star. Yeah. You're like uh, across all ages and like a unifying pop presence in well, our community. And also like we throw around the word iconic too much. And a thing that's mm-hmm. easy to forget, like the Oops, I Did It Again look and video is iconic, but it happened that summer. Yes. <laughs> it was legendary a month later. Yes. Uh, this, the Oops, I Did It Again video to me is like the apex form of Britney Spears, the teen pop star. Like it is like everything about it is perfected because it is... It's baby one more time, but like literally taken to outer space because we've it, it, we've got an insane story in this video that a, a traveler to space mm-hmm. learns that Mars is now home to Britney Spears, yeah. who we know Britney Spears is still Britney Spears. Like, and it happened in between albums. Yes. Like... <laughs> It's not it's not positing that Britney Spears is some unknown Martian. It's just that Britney Spears, the pop star who you remember, lives on Mars. Right. And this space man is now in love with Britney Spears because she lives on Mars. And he happened to bring with him to Mars the heart of the ocean from Titanic, a film that was released three years before this video came out, who then she knows about and is happy to receive. And she thinks that's one of the true parts of Titanic. Which means... Because she's like, wait, I thought this was at the bottom of the ocean. Yes. (laughs) Which means that Britney Spears lives on Mars and got of that two VHS tape set of Titanic somehow sent to her on Mars to watch there because how else would she have seen it Yeah, in this world? Yeah. I, I, I know that you're, you're making light of it all, but honestly, this is the clearest story in one Absolutely of the clearest story. Yeah. yeah. No, there's <laughs> no, there is no room for interpretation in this. It is all spelled out for you. I really like when she dances lying down. Yeah. Oh, I lo- well, in the making the video for this, I loved that we got a whole day of her doing lay down choreography. She yeah. was like, I'm just so excited. Y'all get to lay down all day tomorrow. Well, well, remember, this is also where she was hit. She in was the hit head in the head with it. Yes. And I feel like they really downplayed that. In, did they, they even didn't even mention, mention it, in, it in, the mu- in the making the video for this, which is shocking. I learned about it seconds ago. You know where they do. That's a, that's a, yeah, go I ahead. Say you know where they do mention it in the video for every time when she dies of a head. Oh, I have. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, I, I mean, I, not to make everything about like me, too, but that's like some real like this poor girl. You hit her on the head and we're all just trying to pretend that, oh, everything is fine. No, she's fine. She's fine. Keep dancing. Yeah, we also why why wouldn't we put that in the making the video? That's the drama viewers crave. Yeah. Is there was there like a lawsuit or something? Did, there I, might have been. I hope they at least had that doctor from so. the cheer documentary to like trace a finger. To like follow <laughs> her eyes. Make sure she's not concussed. Yeah. Well, uh, Lynn Spears thought she had a concussion. According to Wikipedia, they took her to the hospital. Oh. And she was like, she's not doing this video anymore. She has a concussion. 
and she got stitches. God, she got stitches in her. Head. And I remember they were like stitches in her like head, the and then we're like, keep going, yeah. keep dancing, you're fine. I remember the way that she did her hair in that video too? I remember either reading or she said something like, "Oh, the way my hair is, it's perfect. You can't see the stitches." God, God <laughs> like, that's so dark. God, what I was going to say is that like her hair, her like Brigitte Bardot hair in that is gorgeous. Like that's the best her hair has ever looked. I for me, she that's that is like I made just a little on. boomerang of it just for for our Insta story, and the image of her uh, blinking her blue eyeshadowed <laughs> eyes. It's like oh, this is a face. This is a real face. I also, um, I wish I could dramatically whip them out now. I don't have them anymore, but I did own both of the Britney Spears Barbie dolls dressed in both of the two outfits from this video, the red cat suit and the white top with the black mini skirt. I had both I of those. Com- I, I forgot those. to mention this, but Britney Spears, uh, at one, when she meets the astronaut in t- for him to receive the heart of the ocean, she transitions from wearing... A red Martian cat suit with like a bouffant updo. So just like a going out. To having out. like a yeah. twin set on. Yeah. She has like a she has like a cardigan and a white shirt and then like just like a black skirt. And she's like, Well, here I am on Mars. <laughs> yeah. Just like Yeah, take your go ahead and take your helmet off. It's fine. It's totally fine. Uh yeah, that was a strange a strange seg for me, but I liked it. Yeah. So We'll, we'll get into some honorable mentions. I know we have God, more to there's say. There's so many. Um, but for the two of you, I've uh, prepared a game okay. today involving Britney Spears. In the uh, Wikipedia research that I did, I discovered what I am determining to be an unconventional friendship in Britney Spears' history. Uh, since childhood, since she was 10 years old, Britney Spears has been friends with one Miss Natalie Portman. Okay. Natalie Portman and Britney Jean Spears were Broadway understudies together at age 10 on a a musical called Ruthless, which was about Mm -hmm. kids who want to be Mm -hmm. uh, chosen for the school play. Um, They were understudies for Laura Bell Bundy, who was not missing a show. Like, they were both out of luck. (laughs) They were not getting that. She was the Legally Blonde lead on Broadway. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's a big Broadway Never saw it. Well, neither did I, but I Broadway I shut down. I was so. I was hoping that the game would be the answer to any of those things you just said because I could have named all of them. Um, well, you may know some of these. So, in in celebration of of this friendship, so I'm going to state a fact about one of these gals. Um, this is this is Brittany or Natalie, and okay. just say is that uh, the, which one. That's the best title you. Yeah, could come I up didn't for this know. Game. Like, what am I doing? Like. Uh, Okay, Brittany or Natalie? Yeah. Okay, so our first fact. Her debut perfume was called Curious. Brittany. Brittany, Is this one on, is this, are we we playing? Uh, Just, yeah, we'll just, we'll discuss. Okay. Uh, She consulted on the screenplay for the social network. Not, not Brittany. Not Brittany. It's because Natalie went to Harvard with the Winklevoss twins. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Uh, rumored to have dated Jude Law and Andy Samberg. That's Portman. Natalie. Yeah, that is Natalie. Shaved her head for a movie. 
Natalie. Natalie. That's Natalie. Rumored to have dated Jared Leto and Colin Farrell. Mm, that's Brittany. There's that okay. premiere picture of, of Brittany and Colin in a Get headlock. Get her <laughs> out of there. <laughs> uh, wrote a biography with her mother called Heart to Heart. Own it, Brittany. <laughs> Brittany, read it, own it. Down, I have it downstairs <laughs> if you want me to go find an excerpt <laughs> from it. Uh, partial team owner of the National Women's Soccer League in L.A. Ooh, is that Brittany? Matt. No, it's Natalie. That is, I just saw her wearing Brittany. Uh, that is Natalie. Uh, was a member of the girl group Innocence. Mm, Brittany. <gasps> Brittany. Managed by... Um, Lupin, uh, right? Lynn, no, managed... Well, it was... Uh, Justin Timberlake's mom was somehow involved. Oh. Like she got her in that group or something. Oh. Innocence is spelled in the most... You know, sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you got that. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, our last question. Missed the premiere of The Phantom Menace. <laughs> it has to be pretty. Oh, God, it could be there. Yeah, neither of them were there. <laughs> Trick question. <laughs> oh. They both missed it. Wait, Natalie Portman didn't go to the premiere of Phantom no, Menace? She had like finals or something. Okay. Who knows? I, Who I feel say? like they could like reschedule that. <laughs> Natalie doesn't need it. Um, does anybody have any honorable mentions? We I had have, a lot that we did not touch on. I have on. so many that I that I didn't touch on, but I they're so they're so worthy of being talked about that I feel like eventually we'll have to like circle back. But um we've talked about every time with Stephen Dorff on this podcast before when we talked about Stephen Dorff. <laughs> um on that famous Stephen Dorff episode. Uh but I did say I just when in the research for this, uh Stephen Dorff jumps into the tub to save Britney Spears' life at the end of every time. And in the script or like his, in the director's version that he told him, he was going to be in underpants, but Stephen Dorff said that he should be in jeans and sneakers. Why Stephen Dorff? Why would you do that to us? Like get a grip. I do want to say in toxic was one that oh, did not... Oh, God, toxic. Toxic like, didn't on. arrive in my present day where it was in my memory. It has so many setups and costumes that aren't as cool as the cool ones. Ugh. There's the flight attendant spy. Mm-hmm. There's Sparkle Brittany, who I contend lives in a okay. glass of champagne. Ryan's theory <laughs> is that the Sparkle Brittany is living in the champagne inside the plane. And that's... Here's how his <laughs> evidence is just that we see her after we see a glass of champagne. But Brittany picks up a phone and she says, can't you see I'm calling? So uh-huh. we're very literal. Sure. Then she holds up a glass of champagne and we instantly see bubble Brittany covered in the, the diamonds. Uh, honestly, with Britney Spears, I would say that that's 100% true. It's She probably saw Dita Von Teese doing, oh, you know how yeah. she used to we do that? Loved, oh, wait, yeah. Glass. We loved Dita Von Teese in 2004. Oh. She's like, that, I want to do that. Um, but yeah, I that one's fun, but God. I wish it was just those two setups and not the red wig and the motorcycle. I like and the red the, wig and I like the motorcycle. She base jumps in like a, a flying I like squirrel. <laughs> I like all parts of the toxic video. I I like almost forgot that that would even count for this man. Um, I'll I'll give an honorable mention to Lucky, oh, just yes. because. Yes, I, I mean, I, other than Oops, I did it again. That that's a very strong story arc, really? and I I love a fifty. 50- 
I wish she had gone like, I feel like she could have gone a little further with the 50s glamour look, but I loved um, her dressing up in just like true costumes. Yes. I was going to say, I, great. I loved her uh, acting in that. I, she did a great mm-hmm. job as like being an actor. Watching these videos, I think Brittany she is also, a good actor. She also did in every time too. Yeah. Like, she really sells. Although these every stories. time was clearly like the third take. In the first couple takes, they weren't throwing things enough, and the director had to be like, "No, I want you to throw stuff. Like There's... I need you breaking <laughs> things because they're like breaking something in every frame of that." Also, Brittany has to be annoyed in that video, and I think by that take, they were really getting on her nerves. Yeah, so she maybe it home. was method. We have not talked. We do we talk about baby one more time? The video on this at all? No. I, I love it. Okay. I have a lot to say about that in general. I feel like we'll eventually get there, but I, I cannot, cannot imagine how we've gone an hour and a half into this podcast without talking about Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Fee. Fee. The principal in Baby One More Time in a breakout role, Brittany's longtime assistant, uh, a gay icon. It's the the trope of the uh, the white person at a wedding reception that can't dance, like the 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 movie snob in a in a movie with like a sweater tied around their shoulders, and then at the end they start to like feel the beat a little bit, and that's what happens to Felicia in this video. Just seeing, I just did a quick Google for Felicia Colada. So in this video, Twitter, I can't believe I wasn't following her. I'm gonna follow that right now. (laughs) Have you you watched the um the the reality show chaotic i have it uh, on dvd if you need to that it. might be the only way to watch um, it i don't <laughs> I, oh yeah it's for sure out of print yeah yeah i have newlyweds on dvd oh and chaotic on DVD, and you can't get it anymore. reboot newlyweds reboot um, reboot chaotic. In, in baby one more time <laughs> britney's bored in class and mm-hmm. the bell rings and you think she's gonna go home but she just <laughs> goes outside and dances dance. in the hall she wants to dance in the hall. She wants to dance out by her car that is being washed. She wants to dance at basketball practice. Where and then now the, we know her cousin is flirting. Her cousin is flirting with her in the basketball mm-hmm. practice. And then at the end of it, she's still bored in class. She's, still, she's, she's daydreaming. daydreaming about the places she can dance in this school. And the bell rings again. Uh-huh. And so I'm just left to Im- imagine that the same thing happens again. Yeah, she's just <laughs> constantly dreaming about until dancing. she until she gets it right, like Groundhog Day style. Iconic, love it. Well, she, do you know the rumor or not the rumor, but the true the the origin story about how the label came to her with the idea that they wanted her to play a superhero, oh. and she said, "Well, that's that's stupid. Um, I just want to do like what I do in Louisiana." Tie up my shirt and dance in the school parking lot, and so. I have to say, like, it, it is kind of a snapshot of, one, it looks like a time when they actually maybe listened yeah. to her, and two, it's like what, what little hometown Britney Spears thinks is cool. And it is. It's right. cool. I, and also, all of these making the videos of her at, like, 16, 17, in the Drive Me Crazy video, making the video where she has that, like, bandana around her head. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, like, Aww. just, like... She's a charmer. As can be. She's, yeah. Like, why wouldn't we give this woman millions of dollars give her more yeah keep it coming give her good one jessica what's your favorite britney spears song oh wow your favorite to hear your favorite to sing well my 
favorite to sing is Email My Heart, of course. Um, my favorite of all time is Stronger, but my most recent favorite and the one that I probably play the most is I Want to Go. I think my actual, my low-key, my favorite Britney album is the Femme Fatale album. Which so good. I acknowledge that Blackout is the best album, hands down, but Femme, Fight- Femme Fatale is kind of like, I don't know, I was in a good place that year, so all those songs like really hit yeah. for me, you know? And I Want to Go is my he favorite about one. about to lose me, I think, is my favorite on Femme Fatale and maybe one of my mm-hmm. top ever like that's one of that's a that's a, a real banger for me and till the world ends is that on Saint Patel? Yeah. yeah that's a very yeah. good one yeah. it's so good i like um inside out on that album too uh, and inside oh, out that's great too i have a soft spot for all the pre-blackout ballads so email my heart um dear diary written by britney spears um Oh, what was the one on Circus, too, that was really good? That was covered by another singer, and it was, like, on a oh. different album. And then Britney did it as well. Weird. Hang on. Um, look at it. It's... What, Ryan, what's your favorite Britney's, um, Britney song? My favorite Britney song, I think, is Gimme More. I also have oh, kind of so tacky good. taste in a couple. I like Womanizer. I like that song, Three. Mm-hmm. I know that's the stupidest song. That's, but... No, that's a great one. Oh. That would I. That's wonderful. I. You know what? I feel like it's cliche to even say it, but "Baby One More Time" is such a good song. Like it's, I, we overlook it because it's like her debut. It's the debut single that like introduced us to this megastar. But like it is, well, and for all of the criticism so of her singing, good. so good. No one has ever sounded like that before. No one. No one. Yeah. No one sounds like Britney Spears. No, no one's voice does what hers she does. Also- she created that um, pop formula that I've stolen ever since, which is where you do the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, like weird, weird B, yeah. and then you sing the B chorus on top of the regular chorus, and then you yeah, take like it that, out. Uh, stronger, I think, is like the best B chorus. The stronger than yesterday. <laughs> she also does it. I cannot sing, but when she does the oops i that that's another one yeah yeah um the song i think the song is called out from under it was a really good ballad off of circus and it was also performed by some singer named joanna on the brats soundtrack so it it was released under two different people joanne (laughs) (laughs) yes r.i.p uh I, then I, did we do it? I feel Have like we, we did it. it. We yeah, I think we've it. done it. Jessica, this is we did. so exciting to see you and hear you and talk about you, talk to you about the thing that is your like specialty. My yeah. passion. Uh, to um, see to see your collections, <laughs> to see the heirlooms. Oh my god. Uh, it's it's been a while since I've been talking to anyone who could even appreciate such things. So it feels good to talk all things. Feel free to me. send anything else yeah. later that you think of any, any, any looks, <laughs> any accessories. Yeah. Um, and it was, I also have, I used to have, sorry, one more thing is I used to have this little, the plastic cooks right around the time of like, um, the oops, I did it again album is when she really pushed the merch uh-huh. and I bought every 
little thing. And one of my favorite things is uh, she sold the plastic headset oh, microphones. Oh, yeah. Love it. They came with a little mini speaker that you would clip Amazing. to your belt. Oh, I wish I had that one. So when we when we do Britney since blackout, we'll be calling you again for part two. Absolutely. Um, in the meantime, and I will not have to do any research at all. <laughs> um, in the meantime, where can our listeners find you in in the world and online? Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at j the number two t h a j o y. That was my AOL instant messenger name and. <laughs> never looked back once you get it right yeah don't mess with perfection um and i don't know if we said this on mic or not but uh jessica is a hilarious follow on twitter and you can see some really great like short comedy videos so funny the the uh the sister intervention real estate intervention sister that's my favorite piece of comedy this year it really is period um and I have brought it up just to watch it on my own so many times. I might yeah. put it in this episode right now, just so you can hear this. When and you... then you will also have to go to Twitter and find it yourself and retweet it, share it, like it, follow Jessica. I will get the, the, the content, the wording of it wrong. But the at the beginning, there's a, a little passage that ends with, now you're just my sister. Yes. That it's... <laughs> Really, I had to so, backtrack. So funny. Yeah, hear the whole thing together. Um, Thank you. I'm, I'm blushing, but I could also have COVID. <laughs> I don't know. It could, be, it could be a fever. You could be flattered. Who can say? But well, yeah, um, go definitely go follow Jessica. Follow us at Music Video Pod. Also, thank you for doing this podcast. This is the Lord's work. Oh my gosh! And it's it, it needs to be talked about. Thank you so much. That's so kind of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we definitely appreciate the importance <laughs> of what we're doing here and take it very seriously. <laughs> yeah, um, it, music videos truly are my favorite art form. So this we have a five star review that comes to us from Jacques Johnson uh, that says "Lamely approved." First of all. Thank God. High praise. Chris and Ryan, your first episode was excellent, and not just because Mariah is queen. Agreed, she is. It's very clear that you guys did your homework and truly took the time to understand an offer often overlooked legend of our lifetime. This episode sounded like an auditory version of pop-up video. I miss that show so much. I have been a huge fan of Mariah since Stage Remera, and it's been both fun and excruciating watching some of her choices in music <laughs> videos. Keep up the great work, and thank you for covering such a niche podcast topic. Well, thank you for listening. That's great. And and we always welcome more five-star reviews, so if you want us to read something nice that you said about us on the air, if that, uh, go write one, if and we'll read it. If that scholar from Wikipedia oh my God. wants to pen us if a you are thesis, this like Wikipedia... Essay. Get into um, grad school culturist. with a five-star review. Yeah, I'll write you a recommendation myself. <laughs> I will, yeah, anything you need. So, uh, yeah, follow us, like and subscribe, rate and review all the things um, that keep uh, our world humming along because always remember, this world is bullshit. Bye.